This is the Pickle Planet Podcast with Jenna and Tosh. Sit back and get a drink. Let's talk about parenting and how to survive it. Welcome to the Pickle Planet Podcast with Jenna and Tosh. How are you today? I am good, Tosh. How are you? Good, thank you. Good. Uh, are you ready to talk about picky eaters? Because boy, oh boy, I'm about to unload. Yeah. <laughs> are you, are you going to unload on me? Because I think I'm probably the pickiest person in our house. <laughs> I, 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 I will not uh, hide it that I am a very picky eater, but I've tried very hard not to pass that on. Yeah, to show your kids that you're picky? Yes. Yeah, yeah I try very hard to, like... Be very quiet about my pickiness. <laughs> and when I'm usually the one making meals and buying the groceries, it's pretty easy to just be like, oh, no, we just don't have that in the house. So it's yes, not like yeah. I'm not eating it. It's just like, oh, no, it's just, no, I've never served you those things. Yeah. <laughs> Eat them when you go to someone else's house. Yeah, well, that's it. Erin gets fish at daycare. She's never going to get it in this house. So. <laughs> Uh, so we have brought in a resident expert today to talk about uh, picky, picky eaters and how to go about picky eaters, I guess. We have Cindy Cormier with us. Cindy, uh, you are an RHN, correct? Yeah, yes. Okay. So I'm a registered holistic nutritional consultant. I went to the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition and graduated in 2014. And yeah, now I own and operate Nirvana Nutrition, which is a gluten-free, vegan pop-up bakery, I guess you could call it. Also oh, dairy-free. Oh, and dairy-free. That's not, which are my two main factors. That's like free of everything. It's, it is. Anything and, yeah, bad for you. Yeah. But it, it does. It tastes amazing. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, yeah. <laughs> Every time your picture shows up on my feet, I'm just like drooling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a good reason. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give you a little plug. Uh, Cindy's now at the Dieppe Farmer's Market on yes. Saturday, so you can catch her there. Where, where should we start maybe uh, a little tale about our picky eatingness have yes. you always been a picky eater i believe so yeah. i think it's pretty far back yeah. um your parents harnessed that and- yeah i would say that my mom is a fairly particular eater so i probably come by it pretty honestly <laughs> <laughs> um my dad's more that type that would eat anything but we didn't have very many adventurous kind of foods in our house um, I've often joked that I didn't realize I liked vegetables until I was an adult because I only ever had them served boiled. Yeah. Yes. And the yeah. first time that a friend's parents gave me food that wasn't boiled, I was like, what is this? These are amazing. <laughs> That's a carrot. Yeah. It actually, I think, was carrots. Kind of like they weren't boiled and mashed. Yeah. Like this, these don't look like carrots in my world. Because I always used to just say that I liked raw vegetables. Because I would eat, yes. uh, there are vegetables I will eat raw. There are still a lot of vegetables I don't like no matter what you do to them. Yeah, that's understandable. We all have those. Some of them, I think, fall into that category of overeating them at some point. Like, I know apparently as a kid, I loved peas. Apparently, you could sit me down with a can of peas and a spoon and I'd go to town. Wow. Even saying that makes me want to gag right now. (laughs) That makes me want to gag. (laughs) So I don't know if it's because I ate too many of them once. Yeah. Or if it's just one of those, you know, your tastes change over the years and they do. And so I do try, especially now more and more as an adult, I will try now and then foods that in my mind, I'm like, I don't eat that. Every now and then I'll try them mm-hmm. and I'm still like, yep, yeah, nope, don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm an adult, so I'm not going to eat it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm an adult. Yeah. 
But when it comes to our kids, who um, I hate to, I don't force my kids to eat anything, but we have the rule in our house that you have to have a bite before you can say you don't like it. Exactly. Yeah. That one I totally support. And we try to do that with our kids too, because in, in our family with three kids, we've ended up with one who very much will try everything. Mm-hmm. She's a fantastic eater. She eats sushi. She eats octopus. She eats octopus. Octo- wow. yeah. pretty much anything. She wants to take tzatziki wraps to school and hummus and falafel and like loves everything. Wow. The other two yeah. <laughs> want toast, mm-hmm. peanut butter and jam sandwiches, goldfish crackers, and that's about it. Okay. <laughs> nice and to try down, to get yeah. them like to yeah. eat anything and so we try that like can you just take one bite like they will come to the table and look like ew i don't want that yes and just be like nope i'm like no no could you at least try it and then tell me you don't like it for a particular reason that's fine i can totally get behind the you don't like the taste or the texture or whatever because i'm not gonna force myself to eat it either (laughs) so i'm not gonna force you to eat something but at the same time, yeah, they're like just walking away and going, oh, I'm not going to like that. I, I hate that attitude. Yes, and the same thing here. Sarah will get off the bus every day and go, what's for supper? And every time it's, oh, I don't want that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, if I say anything other than pizza and tacos? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, Forget it. There's, yeah. I don't even get tacos. It's just pizza up in yeah. here. But yeah. No, no, Tuesdays. Yeah. Tuesdays, we can do Taco Tuesdays. Yeah, oh, yes. what's happening. You yes. can make pizza Although, and tacos healthy. You could. You, you, you could. Yeah. Yeah. You could. Yeah. And quite often I'll try to do that like for our portion of it. <laughs> I find that too. Like I try to feed Jason and I healthier than I'm feeding the kids, which is horrible. I know as Cindy gives me <laughs> it's It's bad, I know. But so, you get to the point where you're like, just eat. Like you've got to eat something. Now, I mean, obviously... My kids are good for raw veggies. They mm-hmm. will, so they always have like a little buffet of raw veggies. But if we are, and most of us don't force our kids to eat, but if we are forcing our kids to eat, what do we need to force them to eat? <sighs> so, <laughs> <laughs> like fresh vegetables, obviously, are going to be like one of the staples that we really want to make sure we're getting into our kids' diet, whether it's hidden or just, you know, like kind of on a plate available to them. Um, Kids are growing. So something that we really need to remember is they need good quality fats and good quality proteins. And a lot of the stuff that is marketed towards kids nowadays, it's not in that category of, you know what I mean? It's all sugar. It's processed carbohydrates. It's filled with preservatives and dyes and colors you know what I mean all that Mm -hmm. nasty stuff so like simple food is really going to be the best option when you're looking at your kids like the good quality organic meats that are grass-fed there's no hormones in them there's no synthetic antibiotics Mm -hmm. or you know what I mean they're fed a diet of what they're supposed to be eating the problem is when you get into things like you know, chicken nuggets and fish sticks and all those other convenience foods. Yeah, the kids are happy, but it's causing deficiencies. You know what I mean? Because basically the the proteins and fats in these processed foods are really denatured. So it's causing systemic inflammation in our kids, which can lead to allergies or kids acting out or just any type of other behavioral issues. So when you're looking at feeding your kids, like a well-balanced diet for a kid is going to be a little bit different than what it's going to look like for an adult mm-hmm. because they're going through that growing stage. 
with picky eaters as parents, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that happens sometimes. Like, we're not all perfect. We do the best that we can. I would try to look at, um, like, really trying to keep it as simple as you possibly can with the kids. Try to get... It doesn't have to be meat for protein. That's probably what everyone is going to say is the easiest thing to mm-hmm. get, just because when you think of that. But I'm not saying people need to go vegan, because, you know, that may not necessarily be a healthy lifestyle for anybody either. But... Look at different sources of those types of macronutrients, right? So you've got like your lentils, your beans, your chickpeas. Um, Sprouts are really awesome. And it's actually something that you can do with your kids too. And it's kind of really fun. So I don't know if you guys had like the project of growing beans when you were a kid. And it was kind of exciting. You get to watch it grow. So like you can get any type of sprout really. And um, they're really easily available. They're not expensive. And you can kind of start this project with your kids where you, you know, spread them in a mason jar. And then, you know, the prize at the end of it is you guys get to eat it. And you can eat them, you know, by themselves. Or you can eat them in a soup, in a stir fry. If you are a gluten-friendly family, you can eat them on a sandwich or a pita. I don't feed my kids vegetarian, but I Mm -hmm. attempt to feed them as little meat as I possibly can. Right. Good fats. So, avocado? Oh, yeah. Avocado, egg, like, free-run free eggs. Okay. You know what I mean? Avocados, eggs, nuts, seeds. But if you're going to do the nuts and seeds, um, do sprouted if you can, if you've got the time to do that. So, if, you've, if you're buying raw nuts and raw seeds... Uh-huh. So, like sprouted seeds. <laughs> I know, I know. You can buy them sprouted, but I think they're a little bit more expensive. Um, and, I mean, again, I know, like, time is going to be a big issue for a lot of people. Time is yeah. an issue for me. And, yeah. And I don't even have kids, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, like, so to sprout your nuts and seeds, it's pretty simple. You just basically put them in a dish or a mason jar, cover them with water overnight, and then rinse them really well the next morning. Now, they're really soggy at that point, yeah. so you can put them in the oven, or if you have a dehydrator, dehydrate them. Put them in the oven at your lowest setting just until they're dry, and it gives it a really nice crunch, too. And you can season them, too. So, like, if you wanted to season them with, like, a little bit of honey or maple syrup, you could do that. You could do it with salt. Or if you really want to get adventurous, you could do, like, a really nice anti-inflammatory mix that has, like, turmeric in it, pepper, a little Ooh. bit of ginger, some cayenne. <laughs> yeah, like, the possibilities are endless, Ooh, do you really. Do have a or some ideas on that one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm- after, so after, give me some of that because yeah. I'm like, we've got this big, massive thing of turmeric in the cupboard. Mm. And one thing, one thing that my kids will eat are nuts. Yeah, and that's one thing that for me last year when I started trying to eat healthier, that was a big thing for me was to start eating nuts, and for me to really enjoy them, it helped to put some seasoning on them, mm-hmm. and to realize too, like, just how much better you can make things taste with a couple different seasonings that aren't going to impact the health benefits of them, mm-hmm. right? Like you're mm-hmm. not coating them in crap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not beer roasted. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, or yeah. like no, yeah. with yeah. canola oil or, yes. you know, like a rancid mm-hmm. oil or anything like that. Like yeah. You have total control over it, which makes it that much cleaner mm-hmm. and that much better. Yeah, but I hadn't thought right? of doing one with like, yeah, turmeric and like things like that that would be really good, especially this time of year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's very true. So to sprout your nuts, like I would just say, say go to the bulk barn, mm-hmm. buy a load of nuts, and then soak them overnight. Yeah, buy the raw nuts, okay. and then soak them overnight, and then in the morning, like, you know, when you're getting your coffee ready, just pop them in the oven. It doesn't take long, like maybe 10, 15 minutes. Okay. You just want to dry them out enough, yeah. so they're not going to, like, get moldy, do you know what I mean, mm-hmm. if they're sitting a little bit too long. Um, but yeah, they're really, really good. Okay. And they last. I'll try because you know? I don't do that. <clears throat> I did see somewhere, probably Pinterest, where it's... Uh, 
like to take the skin off your almonds that you should be yeah. taking the skin off your almonds yeah and when you soak them overnight and you dehydrate them the it the falls right off. off yeah it's it's time consuming if you like i did it with i think two kilos of almonds one day and Oof. matt was helping me and it probably took us about an hour because you had to do each one by hand but they pop right out yeah 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 enjoy that you can get them involved right it's almost like popping the the popcorn or the Bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Yes. Right, so you're going to say kernels of corn. Yeah. We have a project. <laughs> That's what my kids did the other night at the kitchen table. Yeah. yeah. Just bobbing bubble wrap. You, you no, no, no. Oh, kernels of corn. Oh, kernels of corn. Corn. Like taking a little tiny kernel of corn and in the little thing comes out. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, this is this is what my children do with food instead of eating instead it. Instead of eating it, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny that you mentioned both the, the idea of sprouted things and doing better for yourself than you do for your kids because one thing that I've done over the past year has been to buy sprouted bread rather mm-hmm. than just regular bread because I'm not making bread no I, oh, I'm no. buying oh, bread no. yeah and and we do a lot of our shopping at Costco because we're a family of five <laughs> and there are times when our kids do eat a lot um and but I've noticed I will buy like decent sprouted bread for myself and then I will buy three packs of white bread from you know for the kids amen <laughs> And I'm like, oh yeah. man, yeah. That's just because they eat a ridiculous amount of it and don't eat the crust, I shouldn't be giving them the they really terrible stuff. stuff. Like yeah. I, it, but it's kind of that. Like it's in my head. I'm like, no, no, I'm saving the good stuff for me. Yes. I'm like, no, that's no. But, I feel the same way. But with that one, it's kind of that because they're used to the other bread, they don't like mummy's bread. Right. And to go through that transition, I think, is, is it's hard. really challenging for a lot of people, right? Because yeah. depending on how old your kids are, they've been living a specific lifestyle, yeah. right? For a certain amount of time, they're accustomed to it. And all of a sudden, mom and dad come in and say, okay, things are changing. Mm-hmm. I mean, how would you feel, right? Oh, yeah. I remember my mom going through, like, health kicks. And, uh, like, I was raised on no sugar mm. and, like, no dyes or anything like that. But it's because my brother was extremely hyperactive. So uh, that's how she would cut it down. Like my birthday cakes were carob cakes. They weren't chocolate. They were carob. That's so lucky. That's so sad. I wish I wish I had that. Yeah. I had Betty Crocker. Yeah, yeah. I, I longed for Betty Crocker. But, um, but so I remember, like, like you know, all the times that she would, and we'd be like, oh god, she's on a health kick again. But I feel like like my kids will never know the difference of me being on a health kick or not because I feel like I'm I'm always they just know that mommy eats different. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. But then they've got Daddy on their side who eats like a garbage pail. So, <laughs> I, and I don't know what Alex is like if he would jump on like because if I tried to change Jay's bread, there would be hell to pay. You see, Alex like, eats. Alex is probably the healthiest in the house. Yeah, right. He is no sugar now. He's very much more health conscious about it and better with portion size than I used to be. And so I've been trying to switch over the past year and have gotten much better. Okay. Yeah. But I think we've been fairly consistent with the kids and, you know, we've tried not to bring too many processed things into the house and, you know, they're, we do a lot of, yeah, like cut up raw veggies. Like that's never changed. That's always mm-hmm. been there. And that's, that's usually kind of my like, no, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm giving them the veggies. It's a win. It's a win for me. If they yeah. just eat it raw and I don't have to do anything to it. And then I'm like, no, no, that's the healthy way. This is good. It's not me being lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But I've noticed one thing that works well in our family, especially with the piggier eaters, um, is yeah, cutting cutting them up and then presenting them in different ways. So like mini muffin tins, mm. that was my go to, especially when the boys were little, because they have been picky from day one. I like it it is just their nature. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> both of them very much that way. Um but yeah, I would take the stuff and put it in a mini muffin tin. Oh, Fun. It was amazing, yeah. and everything was yeah. eaten, and 
So that's still like every now and then I'll pull it out as the go-to. And last night it was because things were in skewers. Oh, hey, smart. They, oh. <laughs> so I made Grinch snacks. Yes. So green uh, green grapes because they were on sale. Yeah. Uh, piece of banana, raspberry, and then a little mini marshmallow oh, on nice. a skewer, right? So it looks like a little Grinch head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all excited, and so they had their two each because that's all I was making because it takes a ridiculous yeah. amount of time, <laughs> and I just wanted to take pictures of them to yes. put up on the blog. Yeah. So they had their two each, and then they each had these sticks that they're waving around. <laughs> and I had cut up a cucumber to go with supper. And then the three of them sat there and each put like six pieces of cucumber on their skewer and then sat there coming up with different ways to try to eat it. All the while, Alex was like, you're going to poke your eyes out. Stop. You're (laughs) supposed to take things off the skewer. (laughs) They're eating cucumbers. Be quiet. Yeah. 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 Just let this play out. (laughs) But it was, again, it was that like, because they took control of it. I didn't tell them, oh, do this. They came up with it. They decided to do it. And all of a sudden, yeah, all the cucumbers eaten and the couscous and chicken still on their plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they ate the cucumbers. But they ate the cucumbers. <laughs> they ate the cucumbers. <laughs> That's a bonus. Good thing they yeah. got a pack of three from Costco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be my oh, yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Cucumber meal in our house. Easy. Yeah. Us yeah, too. Like, us too. The kids, yeah. they love cucumber. Anyway, it's cut. They were. Erin was weird at first. The first time I cut it like lengthwise. And she was like, what the? Like, what is that? That's not a cucumber. I don't think I've done that. See, take that one home tonight. Yeah, I will. There, there is a cucumber in the fridge, and I'm going to do that with you tonight and see. See if it makes a difference. You can like YouTube videos on how to cut veggies and like weird shapes for your kids. Yeah, any way to sneak it in, right? right? (laughs) Trick them. They don't even know. Well, that's it. Especially when they're you know six and seven and eight Mm -hmm. and three. And um, I'm also wondering when it comes to dyes. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. I think, is it like red dye number seven that everybody says is like the most horrible thing in the world? Is that the one? Um, I think it's yellow dye number five is tartrazine. Oh. And that's like the that most like allergenic fun. one. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty much in everything. Really? Like everything. It was in, oh, what was it? I was looking at something the other day and I was thinking to myself, why is there dye in it? And it was something like really simple. It was dill pickles. I was looking, oh. just for fun, I was looking at dill pickles in the grocery store. And, and there was dye in it. It was to give it that... Instead of using turmeric, which is what we would yeah. normally put in, you know what I mean? Like when you're yeah, doing pickling yellow color. Yeah. they use yellow dye number five. And it's, you know, there's a lot of studies out there that are showing that these dyes are having profound impacts on the behavior um, of our kids. And, you know, it's, there's some things that you can do to see if your kid has allergies or sensitivities to mm-hmm. these types of dyes and preservatives. I got this idea, I was listening to another podcast about kids and nutrition, and um, they were saying, get like your kid to, not fast, but you know, like in between meals, they're just kind of like being their self, um, give them a book to read that they really enjoy reading, and kind of sit down and say like, you know, read a couple pages and just talk about it and see how they're acting, and then you can feed them a food that has, you know, one of these dyes or one of these colors in it and wait about a half an hour to an hour and then repeat that activity with them and see if it changes their focus and see if they can, you know what I mean? And then that'll kind of give you a gauge as to like where you are, like where they are with their sensitivity. I mean, personally, I think it's unnecessary, right? Like we don't need all these synthetic colorings and all these dyes in our food. Like they only do it to make it more appealing to the kid. Exactly. Which is kind of nasty, right? Like instead of feeding your kid like a strawberry or a raspberry that's red they're gonna inject like a fruit snack with these same colors that are the same hues that trick the kid into thinking that they're eating something you know healthy for them and trick the parent too oh yeah Mm, you know 
Or the grandparent. In yeah. Case. Yeah. They, well, they yeah. say fruit snack. Well, it says made yeah. with real juice. Yeah, yeah. From concentrate. Uh. I guess that would. Now I want to get up and check my fridge. And my <laughs> yeah. And, I love and so you much, don't. But. And you don't know. Like it's literally hidden in everything. Yeah. Unless you read. Like people, I think, have kind of like grown up to look at the nutritional label like oh it's this calorie and this fat and this you know what I mean this sugar level but people have stopped looking at what the actual ingredients are in their food and that's really scary when you start to look at it that's a really interesting point because our daughter who's seven mostly because of what they've done in school around it will come home now and look at nutrition labels and she'll talk about the sugar and she'll Mm -hmm. talk about the fat and yeah I don't think we've ever stopped to look at what's on the ingredient list Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's an interesting little project to try at home to just, yeah, take the time to look and read. It's funny, I think of that, do you remember the ice cream commercial? And it's a little boy sitting at the table and he reads the ingredient list and it's all about the fact that he can read all the words because none of them are chemical, you know, whatever. He can actually read all the words because they're real ingredients. Mm -hmm. They're not anything. And that's the whole, that was the whole selling point for the ice cream in this commercial was that this little kid could read the names of all the ingredients. That's a smart idea. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was was great. It was great. great. Good marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Very good marketing. I think I remember which brand it was, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that idea of like, yeah, I don't think I've stopped to read the ingredient list on, especially things like, yeah, like pickles. Like I wouldn't, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't cross my mind. Because you would think it's just cucumbers and like vinegar and maybe like a couple of other things. Yeah, no. (laughs) Interesting because, yeah, that's that's a big staple among the other people in my house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can add that to the list of things. Dill pickles? No. no. Yeah. It, might pickle 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 planet. Planet. it oh. might be called Pickle Planet. It might be called Pickle Planet. It is not about <laughs> eating pickles. <laughs> Total sidebar. We do the pickle ornament on mm-hmm. the tree each year, and we've done that long before it was Pickle Planet. It's something Alex and I have done since before kids. We have you know, the tradition of the pickle ornament, and whoever finds the pickle ornament hidden on the tree gets a special treat. Yes, yeah. And every year now, that special treat is... Uh, is dill pickle chips. Ooh, that's, that's, so that's awesome. <laughs> I love dill pickle chips. And, yeah. Yeah. It works out really Just well because yeah. I, I I can put the ornament on the tree because I'm not going to eat the chips no matter what. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Yeah. I don't need like, those it. are the worst yeah. flavored chips in the world. You people are crazy. <laughs> no, I realize I am the oddball out here. Everyone yeah. in my every and that's when like yeah, all everyone else in the house will eat dill pickle yeah. chips and dill pickles and no, my kids no, take thanks. pickle sandwiches to school. Claire's done that. Yeah. That's it. like, yeah. I mean, you can't, speaking of school lunches, difficult. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and we'll get to that. But yeah, some things trying to make her lunch where I have a kid that doesn't eat sandwiches, like, but that's because I'm not a sandwich eater. So I never really raised her to eat sandwiches. So not a bad thing. Not, no, uh, especially when I'm giving them junk bread, but, <laughs> <laughs> but to come up with school lunches and things to feed your kids in their lunches it's really difficult, especially when you're trying to send nutritious meals. Like, we've gotten a letter back, not personally to us about what was in Sarah's lunch, but it was, like, just a general oh, reminder of... We got one of those feed, this year, too. Yeah, please feed mm-hmm. your kid nutritious meals. I mean, you can imagine the junk they see come in lunches oh because, mm-hmm. A, it's hard to pack a kid's lunch when it's got to be nut-free or, depending on the child, Egg class sometimes. Too, that, um, that's, that's, that one's classroom. more... Yeah, that one's more classroom-specific. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it depends on yeah who's in your kid's class year to year. You could have a really long list. Yeah, and I mean, it, that happens in the workplace too. It's not just in schools. Mm-hmm. I yeah. remember once working with a girl who had a very severe um, allergy to melon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and there was so there was a bunch of fruits. Like the first day I came to work, I was told, by the way, you know, please don't bring any of these things 
you know, and eat them in the office because she had this really severe bad reaction. Yeah. yeah. It's melons and something else, something else, some other kind of fruit anyway. I don't think it was strawberries, but it was something else. But yeah, like, so it is, it gets really hard to do things that are not, yeah, just, you know, vegetables. Vegetables seem to be safe. They, they, yeah, exactly. Vegetables seem to be yeah. pretty safe in terms of allergies at school. Yeah. And to be but, clear, I'm not complaining at all about not being no. sending peanuts to my kids' school. No, no, no. Because I yes. would much rather there not be an issue. <laughs> but, um, I No, I it's, just, it's just, you then have to think through it at home as to what are the other things we can do. Exactly. And sometimes it's as easy as buying that box of granola bars because it says mm-hmm. peanut free. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, trying to find a half decent granola bar or something that she can have as a snack at her lunch. So there's a company that I've started buying that's in like the health food section, right? And whatever. And the ingredients are half decent. Uh, but every time she comes home with it, this is disgusting. This is, is it the one that hides the vegetables in it? It might be. <laughs> yeah. They also, they sell them at Costco. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I know the ones you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have yet to find anything that, that she can get for a treat, quote unquote, mm. because everybody gets a treat in their lunch at school. So then it's, yeah. You gotta keep up with the Joneses. I know mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Why do but you it, have to have a treat? I don't know. Like I don't I understand. Gonna, and they and they the Joneses, man. Yeah, yeah. But they <laughs> do have to have. They do have to have something that they can eat quickly enough mm-hmm. yeah. because like recess is a short period of time. Is it fifteen minutes? I think minutes? I think recess is fifteen yeah. minutes, okay. yeah. and then even lunch is only. Well, I think it varies depending on the school mm-hmm. for how long lunch is. But the same thing. Like th- there's a very small window of time where the kids will actually eat. Because they want to go play. They right? want to go yeah. play, which yeah. they need to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's hard to find those, like, things that are healthy, that are quick enough to that they will eat. Mm-hmm. And so I think, and I think a lot of parents who are trying to be conscious of the whole, you know, I don't want to send, you know, something with nuts and whatever to school, see that little no nut symbol on something and Describe it doesn't it. matter yeah. what else yeah. is on the ingredient list. You're like, oh, yeah, I can send that. Yes, okay. Exactly. And it's portable, and it's quick for them to eat. Exactly, and, and they can open it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is another big thing. They can't open it. What do you take for your lunch at work, let's say? A lot of the time, I will take, like, overnight oats okay. to work. Yeah, um, but I know that's kind of hard yeah. for kids, because you yes. need, like, a spoon, and you kind of need, like, a jar. Yeah. Granola bars and, like, homemade cookies are probably going to be the easiest thing, but again, you have to take the time to prep it, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. and they don't have to be really that complicated. Like, a lot of the time, you can do like gluten-free oats with like applesauce and um you could shred some carrots in it put some spices that your kid likes get the kid to choose the spice too so they're involved in it so like if they like cinnamon if they like that pumpkin pie style if they like more of a i don't know if kids like chai or not i don't know but you know what i mean like get them to kind of like tell you like get them to participate in that i mean you can look up breakfast cookie recipes online you know what I mean there's tons of them available simpler is always better um pumpkin puree is really good to add into it that is one that I have to say yeah goes over well in my house and kids yeah. will actually yeah. ask now in fact that's what I spent yesterday doing yeah. Oh, yeah. now now I made them not the healthiest version yesterday because <laughs> in my in my like sometimes it just needs to be quick and dirty and it's yeah. like it's a pre-made mix but instead of adding all the oil and eggs and everything mm-hmm. else it calls for, I throw in the can of pumpkin puree. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. And there's muffins. Done. Muffins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And yeah. like you can and really I could take the time it. to make the mix myself and then it would be that much better but, probably. Yeah. But I'm sure you can find plenty of decent pumpkin purees and Well, yeah, it's just, it's, right? yeah. yeah. Well, and the, yeah. that one I look yeah. and the ingredient just says it's pumpkin. Just, it's just pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> there's like, <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. pumpkin. And you're good. Save yourself well, time. I'm, just buy pumpkin. Yeah. 
Um, something else that works really, really well um, is sweet potato, mashed cooked sweet potato. You can hide that basically in anything, um, and especially if you're making like cookies or muffins or something like that. Um, it just it blends really, really well, almost like an applesauce and like a pumpkin puree too. But it's just kind of like another option that you'd have, and because it's already naturally sweet, you know, you're not going to have to add a whole bunch of extra sugar to it. It kind of and it it works as a binder too. So and it hides really well with chocolate. Yes, it does. As we know that. <laughs> she, she makes a wicked sweet potato pudding that my kids still don't know the difference. Ooh. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but speaking of sweetening, mm-hmm. what do you suggest? If you, maybe you're not ready to kick sugar out of your life or mm-hmm. out of your kid's life, what's the best kind of sugar? Like, there's sugar. like coconut sugar mm-hmm. and there's... There is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I had yeah. no idea. Not all sugar is bad. I think it's been vilified yes, a lot. You absolutely. know what I mean? Like the white refined sugar that is sitting on most grocery store shelves, it is not. Like two dollars on sale. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like a couple kilograms of it. Cents yeah. a kilo, and you're like, okay, it's not at all what it was. Sugar cane in itself has something like, and don't quote me on this but it's like something like 87 trace minerals and vitamins wow yeah like okay. if like what like where sugarcane is harvested a lot of the time what they'll the workers will actually do is they will cut the full sugarcane stock and they will juice it mm-hmm. and they will drink that and it's full of electrolytes and it's full of vitamins and it's full of minerals so it's mm. like a really actual nutritious medicinal you know yeah. to an to an extent um product that they're that they're basically sustaining themselves on when it gets to the point where it's the white stuff that's sitting on the shelf at the grocery store, it's not at all what it was. There's, There's nothing, nothing left. left but the actual sugar, the the glucose, right? Okay, yeah. So the reason why that's basically terrible for us is because as soon as we eat it, it goes directly into our bloodstream. You know, there's no... Or butts. Well... <laughs> Or thighs, or you know, there's zero nutritional value to it. So okay. basically, like it spikes your blood sugar, it crashes your blood sugar, it it's toxic to your liver. It's just, you know, not a thing that you want in your diet. Um, a lot of the natural sugars that are less processed are going to be a lot better for you. So, like my personal favorite is maple syrup. Yes, I don't I know if it's just because I'm Canadian. Yeah, like maybe it's a Canadian thing. But because um, maple syrup is literally you just tap the tree and you mm-hmm. boil it down until it's syrup. So like to me, that's I can do that in my own kitchen. Right. It's natural. Um, it has a lot of um, minerals and vitamins that are still left in it. So you're not. Yes, it's still glucose. And yes, there's still, you know, fructose in it. Um, and yes, it is going to have an effect on your blood sugar but not as much so as the regular white sugar would. Mm-hmm. Um, blackstrap molasses is really, really good too. It's really high in iron and B vitamins. Um, it's got a bit of a unique taste. So, you know, if you're going to try to slip it in your kid's diet, you <laughs> might need to disguise it with some, you know, spices. And you might have to, like, you know, make some cookies and then kind mm-hmm. of, like, you know. But, um, you know, back in the olden days, iron supplements didn't exist. You got a tablespoon of blackstrap molasses. It's a little bit bitter, but, you know, you can make it work. I make an awesome ginger cake. That yeah. Is yeah. Really that amazing. sounds really good. It's amazing. Yeah. And we should clarify that when we're talking about maple syrup mm. or molasses, that we're not talking Aunt Jemima here. No. But yeah. yeah. Yes. That is not. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, and it doesn't even say that. It, it calls itself syrup. It's yeah. 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 It, yeah. It's terrible, much not. 
Yes. It's yeah. basically high fructose corn syrup yes. with a little bit of like regular white sugar <laughs> melted down. Yeah. And, you know, there's probably color in it. I don't know. I haven't looked at the label, but yeah. But yeah. In, okay. in yeah, terms of nice. maple syrup, like real maple syrup. Mm-hmm. So that's one that my children would like. They, I'm, I swear they would drink it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like we've watched it be you know, we, we watched it get made. Like, yes. this is, like, yeah, real natural. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. this is, like, we filled the bottle ourselves at our friend's place. Nice. That's cool. But still, like, how much of that should a child have, you know, in a day or a week or whatever? Like, how... Yeah, even if it's how even much, if how it's much sugar good, is too much like, sugar, right? Yeah. Like, um, oh, that's a tough question. Moderation, right, is the key. You don't want to, like, load your kids. It's Sugar is still sugar, mm-hmm. no matter how you look at it, right? So if it's something that you're incorporating into like a healthy diet that's in the kid, like if you make a batch of cookies and there's one cup of maple syrup in it, right? And like each cookie might break down to like a teaspoon of sugar, but they're also eating like a balanced breakfast and they have like a nice hearty lunch and they're snacking on like some like really nutritious things that you've created throughout the day and they have a good nutritious supper, you know, like a little bit of extra sugar like in terms of that isn't going to cause a huge issue. The problem happens is, you know, you wake your kid up first thing in the morning, you pour them a bowl of cereal, whatever kind it is, mm-hmm. you know, which is probably like, you know, not the best. That's There's sugar in Rice Krispies for crying out There's loud. sugar in, yeah. in all of those cereals. Yeah. Like you really, even the healthy quote unquote organic ones, mm-hmm. they're packed full of sugar. There's no way around it because kids won't eat it. Yes, right? They true. won't eat it. But, you know, so you're feeding your kid that with dairy milk. Which I could talk about for a really long time. <laughs> but I won't, unless you want me to. Um, so, you know, they're drinking that, which actually, if you look, a lot of the dairy milk, well, even the non-dairy milk that's available out there, um, it has added sugar to mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's not just the lactose that's in it, which is the natural occurring sugar. There's added sugar to it to make it taste more palatable um so you give your kid a bowl of cereal i mean i don't know what it's like now but when i was a kid my mom would probably pour like two or three tablespoons of white sugar on a bowl of cereal for me when i was a kid to get me to eat it right because if it was sweeter you would eat it oh yeah if it were rice krispies or cornflakes or something you were dumping sugar on it it was i remember my mom i didn't like milk as a child at all like i didn't I don't know what if it was instinctive or what it was. I didn't like the taste of it. And my mom would try and try and try. God love her. I mean, I love my mom. She, <laughs> she, she had four of us. And yeah. She did the best she could. But to try to get me to drink milk, she would put sugar in it. Yeah. And she would, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you would have did better with chocolate milk, probably. probably but yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? But you know, <laughs> we didn't yeah. we, we didn't have that. But you know, but she didn't know any better. She was right. like, oh, as long no, as you're drinking every, your milk, everyone, right? Yeah. Kids so, have to drink the milk. Exactly. <sighs> So then, okay, so you start your kid off in the day with a sugary breakfast, and then, um, you know, they go to school and they eat a sugary granola bar or a pack of fruit snacks or, like, whatever, you know what I mean, is is available from a package that they can eat now. That's full of sugar. And then for lunch, maybe it's, I don't even know what people feed their kids for lunch. Well, that's it. That's exactly. But, you know, like, maybe it's, like, the lunchables or... Today they got lunchables. Yeah. They were on sandwich day, and one of them was shopping with me, so... But that that one's a, like, that's a treat. It's a treat. It's It's a a treat if they get to have a lunchable. Got on the first day of school, it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's never yeah. had one before. She was very excited. I, yeah. I would say we're really. like sometimes it's maybe as high as once a month, but that's yeah. like yeah. Especially because with us too, it's like three of them. Like, I'm not buying three of these damn things because exactly. they're expensive, they right? Like, so that's why it's only if they're on sale. Yes, and only then if 
there's a kid with us or yeah someone spotted it yeah yeah or it's like oh i know we've got to do this 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 and this yeah. and it's like you know what okay this is a week that we can do one lunch yeah. where yeah. that's what it is because we all as parents have to find a happy medium mm-hmm. and sometimes it's feeding them that stuff right so especially when they're going to school and especially when they're coming home saying timmy had this and why don't i ever get that and bear paws I cannot tell you how many times my children have like begged and pleaded but everyone has them yeah because Costco sells them I have them you want some I got some of them no that's one that I've been like nope nope we don't need to buy those we can go home and make cookies yeah yeah and I think it all comes back to and I know and I and again I I acknowledge the fact that you know being a parent is extremely challenging mm-hmm. a lot of the time and finding the time to do things is really challenging but really kind of putting the emphasis on making that a priority to you know instead of spending two hours in the grocery store buying the junk food that we're going to give to our kids yeah. you know spending that two hours at home maybe prepping some things and get the kids involved and with it too yeah, you know that's a big yeah. thing and a lot of the times you know I hear parents say, you know, well, my kid just won't eat that or they will only eat this. Yes. You know, they will not, they will not. And I mean, you really have to decide at that point in time, you know, what what is your goal as a parent? Is your goal, you know, to teach your child eating healthy, nutritious food is going to be best for them. They're going to feel better. They're going to be able to think better. They're going to, you know, have more energy. They're going to sleep better. Or is it getting to the end of the week? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and not to shame anybody because everybody, I truly believe, is doing the best that they can with what they have. Mm-hmm. But if you do make a decision that you do want to take that next step to go and say, you know what, we're going to do this as a family. And it's really important. You need to do it as a family because it's really, really challenging when you have one person who's trying to do it and the rest of the family are against yes. it or there's one person who doesn't want to participate, right? So it's it's a family. It's a team effort. It really is. And, you know, as a, as a parent, you have the money and you are the one going grocery shopping. Right, exactly. So yeah. if, if you don't yeah. want your kid eating, you know, fish sticks or chicken nuggets mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you're trying to get them off of, don't put it in the house. Yes. You know, yeah. kid's not going to starve. They might throw a tantrum. They might skip a supper. They might go to bed hungry and wake up the next morning. But also teaching them consequence too, right, is really important to kind of say, well, you didn't eat your supper last night. You're not getting pizza pockets, yeah. you know. So you make what I eat, kind of. That one comes up a lot yes. in our house because yes. our boys a lot right? of times will refuse to eat what's for supper, and mm-hmm. so we've had to, as parents, kind of compromise on yeah. what we see as the consequence of that action. Yeah. Yes, and so it's it. Sometimes it works out okay, and other times it's a bit. You know, Alex, my husband, would be very much the like, no, you didn't eat it. That's it. There is no more food in this house for you until you eat what's on your plate yeah. whereas I'm like they need no. to eat I, well and I'm kind of like you know what I'm not going to make no. another meal like that right. now I'm totally on board that like no and no, you shouldn't is, no like this yeah. is no, like you this shouldn't. is yeah this is the meal I have told them if you if there's leftovers in the fridge of something else we had that you want instead you can go get that mm-hmm. and sometimes the boys will come back after like eight o'clock at night even mm-hmm. after they're supposed to be in bed and take a piece of bread from the kitchen. And I let them do it. It always gets mad. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want them to go to bed. Well, I know. It's one of those that I'm like, like they've, they've taken the initiative to come get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want like, to put those kind of rules around food in the house. And it's like, no, you can't have it because right. you didn't have this. Like, I... Because I, I, you're I get punishing so, them, right? Yeah. yeah and we don't want to do that because exactly. then that kind of like puts that thought in their head and or it that gets they that should fear be sneaking around it. it rather than right. just 
taking it. Because that'll cause a whole slew of issues. Yeah, so we we have that back and forth of trying to figure out, like, okay, how do we... So that's kind of been our compromise. What do you do? It's a line in the sand. There is no second meal made because someone likes something different. But if you can go find an alternative that we agree is, you know, a meal alternative. (laughs) It's leftovers. It's not you're going to go get something out of the lunch cupboard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a suggestion I would have um, is... You know, again, getting your kid involved is really going to kind of take their focus away from what it is that they're being forced or not forced to eat. As a, as a parent, like, have a plan for the week um, and get the kid involved and say, you know, like, on Tuesday, you know, I know that you want to eat whatever. Tacos. Tacos. Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. You want to eat tacos. Tuesday. So, um, well, we're not going to have these type of tacos. We're going to have these type of tacos, you know, and you can make a healthier version. There's tons of recipes online that you can find out. If the kid's still kicking and screaming and saying, no, I don't want to eat that, compromise with the kid too, right? So say, all right, well, let's look at these three different things that we can make. What out of these three things will you eat? Giving them the option because then they feel like they're in a little bit more control and they have a little bit more power and they're not just being told what to do. So you could say, you know, like this week we're going to eat you know, a homemade roasted chicken dinner or whatever. The kid says, no, I don't like that. Okay, well, then you can choose between that or we're going to have some, like, rice dish or something maybe. You know what I mean? Or um, have them them make a suggestion. You know, if they Mm -hmm. say, well, I want to have pizza, okay, well, if we're going to have pizza, this is the type of pizza that we're going to have. You know, make the crust... Either, you know, if you're a gluten-free family, look at different gluten-free crust recipes that you can make with your kid. You know, you could do a quinoa crust recipe. You could do a cauliflower crust recipe. You could do, you know, if if you're, again, if you're a gluten-friendly household, you could look at doing a sourdough, you know, getting the kid involved, giving them the option to say like, okay, well, I don't have total control over what it is that I'm going to be eating, but I have a say in what I'm going to be eating, you know, when you kind of give them that option, it, it opens that up. And then if they don't like any of the options and you say, well, if you don't pick... I'm going to pick. And then that kind of, you're not backing them in a corner. You're saying, you know, I want your input. I want, I want you to help me, you know, like, come on, we're all a family. We're going to eat healthy. And again, you got to get, you know, dad on board too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If he's not, you know, and, and kind of giving that it's, it's a whole group participation. Mm -hmm. So that might help with picky eaters. I'm I'm actually pretty on board with that because Sarah (laughs) is demanding. So I think that she would like that to be told or you know <clears throat> sit down on Sunday night and be like okay yeah. so here's what we're going to have this week get ready for recipes. it you can't change your mind yeah. on Wednesday or, or yeah. what have you we've done that we have on like when you open up the, the pantry door yeah. yeah I've got menu like a chalkboard oh, a nice. chalkboard yeah. paint on there that's and brilliant it's like Monday through Friday because the weekend's kind of you know yeah. whatever yeah. but and it was like well and for us we're a family of five there's five days of the week okay each person gets oh, one nice. day yeah but then it had to become like okay no you can't pick Hot dogs every week. <laughs> <laughs> like, there still had to be that, like, okay, these yeah. are the... The boundaries, right? Well, or it's like, yeah. here are the, you know, like, ten choices to pick to get our five, and yes. how are we going to do that? And yeah. the times when we make the time to do it, it works well. Yes. <laughs> yes. We don't... We're not always consistent in making the time to do it. Yes. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's been a couple weeks since I updated the menu that's all yeah. the door. So, it, it exists. And sometimes we, yeah. sometimes we do it. Yeah. But yeah, we need to be better at doing it, I think. But. And I think kids crave consistency too, right? Mm-hmm. Like they really, I mean, I, I am a creature of habit and I'm 35 years old. Yeah. So I can only imagine like the little tiny growing brain of a seven year old where like one week everything is like structured and very kind of like, you know, 
running very smoothly and then the next week is kind of more chaotic and like okay no here's a grilled cheese sandwich mm-hmm. and you know like you're opening up a can of soup and like putting it in the microwave kids need that structure I think and it kind of helps them with their critical thinking too right so they're like they know what to expect they're not going to be caught off guard and I think that that a lot of the time when kids are stressed out I mean how many of us stress eat oh, yeah. <laughs> right oh, yeah. like I'm the yeah. first person to put my hand up and say like okay you know like I'm stressed give me a bag of dill pickle chips yeah. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. like so imagine like a kid who's got all these hormones that are changing and they're going through these growth spurts and their brain is developing and they're just they're turning into a little human being and you know they're getting you know maybe not the best nutritional substances and it's not their fault it's not your fault it's not really anybody's fault it's just kind of that's what's happening because life because life yeah, because exactly. of life right if there was one thing that you could leave people with a tip for picky eaters um like i've heard to try and get your kids to eat things that they're not used to you just consistently put it on their plate and eventually they'll pick it up and eat it Something like along those lines, if we're dealing with a kid that won't eat anything but this one thing, how would you suggest helping them move past that? Oh, okay. Well, it's not going to take overnight. No. Right. So, I mean, we, takes us a long time to develop bad habits. It's going to take time. Be patient. Don't give up. Kids are smart. Kids are really, really smart. If you give them an opportunity, they will shock you. Take them grocery shopping, you know. Take them on the outside aisles where, like, the real food is. Stay away from the inside things. Um, You know, because that's where, you know, you walk down a cereal aisle. Again, I'm 35 years old. If I walk down the cereal aisle, my eyes light up because there's so many colors and sparkles. And, you know, I'm kind of like, oh, you know, like, I do that in the wine aisle. Limited edition. Yeah, Yeah. you know, like, there's a prize inside. So, like, things like that are, they're, like, advertisers, they're smart. Mm -hmm. They're really, really smart. They, this is, it is not a fluke that, you know, there is animals on cereal boxes or, you know, Tony the Tiger. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Ninja Turtles. That's right. Yeah. Like, so I think taking the time to, like, actually spend some time in the grocery store, you know, with your kid and talk to them about what it is that you want to eat. You know, like, these are the vegetables and why do you want to eat them, you know? And, and I mean, they might just not like the way it's prepared. Like, mm-hmm. raw veggies are boring. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know, I hate when I hear people say, like, oh, I can't eat healthy because it's just raw veggies and fruit. Well, that's part of it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's part of it. But, I mean, you can do so much with vegetables. Like, herbs and spices, oh, my God. Cook them, you know, saute them, boil them, steam them, fry them in avocado oil because it's a nice <laughs> But if you use get and, and get your kids to like if they don't like broccoli, don't try to force them to eat broccoli. Get them to pick another vegetable. You know, mm-hmm. okay, well what do you want to try this week? You know, maybe it's bok choy, maybe it's kale, maybe it's cabbage. Um, and I think the sprout thing is just like the best thing yeah, to do. Yeah, that's a cool mm-hmm. idea. They'd like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then it's like you can you can put it on their plate and it looks almost like grass. Yeah. And they can like <laughs> pretend that they're giants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of fun. But like, like tell them that you want to make a salad for supper and tell them that you want them to help you, you know, and mm-hmm. go to the grocery store and say, okay, well, what do you like? You know, and try to stay away from like the really like, like radishes, you know. Things that are really potent. Things that are, like, going to kind of make them go, no, I don't like that. If they do, amazing, awesome, Mm -hmm. great. But, you know, the things that don't have a whole lot of flavor to them are going to be easier for you to control, you know, with the spices and the herbs that you put on it. So, I mean, piece of advice, just don't give up. You know, be patient. Stick with it. 
don't just give up because you know you've done it for a week and nothing's changed mm-hmm. it will change you just you have to keep being consistent you know the more you change your habits the more the kids are going to see that and they're going to want to follow suit and don't bring the crap into the house yeah, that's the key for me yeah. don't bring it in because <laughs> yeah. if it's there you're going to eat it you're yeah. going to you're you as a parent you're going to give it to your kid if mm-hmm. it's in the house whether the kid wants it or not you know what i mean if it's in the house you're going to you're going to use it yeah I'll throw in as a tip just because I thought of it as you were talking about, you know, the ways to, to tr- di- differently prepare things to see if, you know, if it's just the way it's being prepared. Like, yeah. me, boiling things? No, don't do it to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, don't like it boiled. Yeah, don't boil don't. it. <laughs> I would rather have it raw. My kids tried olives this year for the first time. And, like, I, I, I love olives, but I don't tend to buy them a lot because if I have olives, I want to have, like, really meaty pita bread and hummus and eat way too much of it and cheese and so it's like no I can't I can't bring that in because I will have too much of it (laughs) but for Halloween we wanted to do these little like homemade mini pizzas oh yeah I think you saw the pictures Mm -hmm. I did um so I'd come up with like I'd googled and saw a couple images and there were the really cool ones that were spiders done with black olives and another one that was like the face of some, I don't know, it was the Jack Lantern face, had black olives or whatever, so I bought some black olives, which are not my favorite, but I couldn't come up with any other way to make these things. Yeah, exactly. So, and they were looking at it like, what's that? Yeah. And like, they helped make them. Yeah. And they made them saying that they weren't going to eat them. <laughs> eat the olives. They were going to pick them off. They were going to pick them off, like, yeah. Whatever. Um, but in the end, once the pizzas were made, they were like, well, I'll try that then and you know what they all tried some and Claire ate more than the boys because that's usually how it goes because she usually likes you know she has a better palate than they do she likes all these different things Mm -hmm. and she ate some like like almost a handful of them afterwards (laughs) okay and the boys were like they, they at least tried them though which is not something they would normally do but it was that like yeah they had a they had part a hand in doing it and it was oh well it looks fun because we took you know the extra time to make it look like little spiders and yeah i'm not going to do that all the time Mm -hmm. but when those opportunities arise now i'm going to try to remember okay what food haven't we tried that we could try to make as part of this you know halloween food or this christmas food or whatever and maybe get them you know break the barrier that way yeah all right now on that note check your fridge guys mm-hmm. Read some ingredient labels Read some ingredient labels that's right if you have any tips and tricks for us maybe uh, you can message below and let us know how you've maybe dealt with your picky eater or um if you have any more questions we'll give you a link to cindy too she can help yeah. you out as well Absolutely. yeah just go visit her at the Diet market and just you know eat Buy her stuff. Give that. It's kid friendly. (laughs) Your kids won't know. Trust me, mine eat it all the time.